All right, here we go. It is episode 11 of the Odd G's podcast presented by Park Sportsbook. There's Harry Mays, Jason Martinez, and uh, we're going to have a guest, Colin Thompson from Carolina Panthers today and also of Temple University. What's going on, Harry? Ah, things are good, man. Uh, but I got a question right out of the gate, sort of, a, right. uh, sort of a presentation question. I do a couple of other things on StreamYard or have done. And the presentation is a little wider, and it actually – I like this better. It's tighter. How do you do that? Tight, tight. Well, tight. part of it, part of it, I think, is just being blocked, the wideness of it, by the perimeter of our – that's called uh, an overlay. Oh, okay. So it tightens up the box like uh, – what was that guy's name in, in Breaking Bad? Oh, Tuco or whatever? Yeah. Tight, yeah. tight, 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 tight. Yeah. He'd do a bump of that meth and go, tight, oh, yeah. tight, tight. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so, okay. So the borders are a little bit thicker, so it kind of makes everything else smaller. That's exactly right. All right. Yeah, I like that. It's yeah. tighter. Tighten it up. It, it, was, <laughs> it wasn't done intentionally, but oh. uh, Matt Alba and the crew over at Parks uh, put this overlay together. And I like frankly, it. it. It looks fantastic. Now, you got G on there in the in the lower corner now. Is, is G going to be wearing a Colorado Avalanche jersey sweater before too long in the overlay or what? Well, if he's traded, and I, I don't think it's imminent, but it's going to happen, we'll go to this. Oh, oh. <laughs> we removed G. <laughs> <laughs> Quick change, Har. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't keep him in there in the flyer sweater in the twenty-eight with the El Capitan on it. We'll put him right there now. Now, will he be able to wear twenty-eight wherever he goes? I don't think there's a twenty-eight in Colorado. Mm. I um, saw Minnesota or St. Louis would be other acceptable options, but. Number one is Colorado, and rightly so, because they could win the cup. Yeah, I mean, those other teams can because they're good enough if you get in and go on a run. But mm-hmm. are they as well positioned as Colorado? Probably not. Yeah. When you look at that talent. But Colorado, I mean, they, they've they struggled in the playoffs. They, that's why they got to kind of shit or get off the pot here. Right. Now, Kyle Brown in the stream says that my mustache makes me look really angry all the time. I don't think that's an angry mustache. Like if it's a handlebar, yeah, it's a little more rigid and a little more intimidating. Yeah. I shaved this up. I mean, this is trimmed up, actually. Yeah. Are you yeah, just gonna you gonna keep the stash hack? Yeah. Why not? You like it? Yeah. You know, I I look horrible with just a mustache. I, I'll, I'll keep it until if it ever gets popular again. Then I'll have to get rid of it. Oh, that. Yeah. You know <laughs> villainous, villainous is he's yeah. saying. <laughs> the contrarian that you are. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kyle says villainous on that mustache. Yeah. I, I trimmed it up. We had a mustache, a buddy of mine's, like, I think it was his 40th birthday, and everybody grew a mustache. I just shaved yeah. my beard into a mustache, and I had right. the handlebar coming. Oh, yeah. Down. I could see that. It, it didn't look right, though, because my chin's not pronounced enough, which is why oh, yeah. I have the, the kind of pronounced part of the chin so i'm shaping my face with facial hair so in other words you, you don't have a bill o'brien chin no no how about I that guy's chin oh my goodness or like cower yeah not I mean, quite he... uh jay leno-esque but cower's yeah. got a real good oh hair. yeah yeah top chinsman jay, jay leno's chin was was almost like cartoon-esque yeah he looks like a like a, a crescent moon <laughs> yeah, it exactly. comes out so from far. the side yeah from a profile side profile yeah, yeah it's like almost like oh man what happened to your head yeah. um let's tell people about parks real quick uh because you got to follow them on the social channels at park sportsbook on twitter uh also on facebook youtube and instagram you'll get great content there daily specials and much more and i hope that everybody used it last weekend for the big game hire because they had so many props on there and i, t- I hope they took advantage of the 500 risk-free bet just for opening an account 
Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And, you know, my uh, some of my prop bets that I gave out uh, the week before uh, did not hit. I was really stunned that Van Jefferson didn't get more opportunities and make more plays, especially after Odell Beckham Jr. goes down early in that game. You know, it was I was like thinking this is going to be a lock. He's going to have at least 50 yards receiving. He ended up with like, I think, 26 or something. So that was a loser. And the other one was uh, uh, the running back. He only ended up with two. And uh, yeah, two. And his number was 17 and a half. Oh, my goodness. So Yo, 17 and two, a half, that's nothing. Just break one. I gave out uh, two bad ones last week. Yeah. Well, that's gambling. Yeah. That happens. Like, exactly. We had Tone on, Tone's takes on Thursday on Stick to Hockey Live. He gives his picks and plays and futures and everything. And we did a little segment last week on bankroll management because mm-hmm. it is a marathon. Like, when you put plays on Twitter and stuff, people are like, oh, you loser, it didn't hit. It's like, right, they, they right. don't all hit. Right. Because if, if I was they, hitting all of them, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't be, be giving this. them to you. Yes. Right. I wouldn't be on this app right now. Right. I'd be on a yacht in the French Riviera. Yeah. <laughs> hanging out with Max Verstappen and Kelly Piquet. Right. Getting <laughs> funds wired to me from my Swiss bank accounts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the Super Bowl? Was it a good presentation? Good game? You know, Joe Burrow was a big story. and Yeah. I mean, I, I you know, I love the storylines going in. But I got to admit, I mean, I know the game was close. And but but a close game doesn't always guarantee or translate to quality. I didn't think it was yeah. a great football game. Uh, it ended up close. You ended up with drama at the end. And, and that's that's great. But I, I was I thought it was a low T Super Bowl. Like, wow. It sounded like the broadcast was needing some testosterone. I, I, I'm sorry. Al, Al Michaels, Michaels was like half asleep. And I'm out on Collinsworth. He's just saying all kinds of stupid stuff, trying to all these hyperbolic statements, you know, about what was going on. And I, I, I just didn't. I, I actually watched it casually for the first time wow. in forever, where I was like, you know, just paying attention to some other stuff, and I had it on in the background, and I wasn't even like drinking or you know partying or anything like that. It was, it was kind of a a, a sleepy night for that Super Bowl to me. Wow, that's yeah. that's rare because usually it's, know. A, it's a locked in affair, right? Yeah, and I mean, and- I stayed up for the entire thing. I stayed up for the interviews afterwards. It wasn't like I I went to bed early or anything, but I just wasn't really dialed into it. Like it wasn't pulling me in. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, you're right. It, just because it's a close game doesn't mean it's incredibly compelling. Right. Right. I mean, it's always compelling just because it's the Super Bowl. Right, and but that venue so too. That that stadium is very kind of very big. It's almost cavernous. too big and too corporate and too cavernous. Where you didn't feel like you, it was. It was real. It was yeah. almost like they were playing it in a TV studio. Yeah, you know, I was seeing like shots before the Super Bowl of you know reporters standing in the empty stadium. I'm like, it looks like a fake backdrop. It looks like it's on a green screen. It's I know. so beautiful. It's it's almost got no character because it's too sanitary. It's too perfect. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a video game one you would design and never build. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was kind of my thoughts on it. I mean, you know, the Odell Beckham injury was, you know, I was sad to see that happen because he was on his way to having a great game. He'd already scored and it totally changed the dynamic of the game. And Mm -hmm. I was wondering if the Rams were going to adjust. And, you know, they finally did get things going with Cooper Cup on that long drive where they scored. Uh, but the you know the officials were talking about the referees after Again. a Super Bowl, and that is never good. 
Like, uh, you know, they miss the obvious face mask on the Bengals score. Then they call kind of a ticky tack uh, defensive holding uh, on on cup on on the Logan Wilson, who's trying to cover cup uh, at the end. So they inserted themselves into the game and that's never good. Yeah. You You want the players to determine it, especially in a championship. Anything you do. I'm glad the the Rams won. Yeah. I'm I'm happy for Matt Stafford and Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald. Yeah. He was a, he was a beast too. Yeah. He should have been yeah. the MVP from, from yeah, what that, I'm I didn't really, see you could really make a case for Aaron Donald being the MVP. You really could. Yeah. But yes, you did not see it. No, um, 112.3 million viewers across TV and streaming average audience saw this game uh, up from 96.4 viewers across CBS streaming last year. Mm-hmm. I mean, the NFL is insane. Right. <laughs> I didn't see it though. Well, only 18,000 people could attend the Billie Eilish concert. So, I mean, you know, there's only a fixed amount that can get in there. But you uh, you were one of them. Yeah, I was one of them. I was there and uh, with my daughter. And the this, this show was originally scheduled, I went back and looked, for March 13th, 2020. Our All world right. shut down on March 12th, 2020. Mm. March 13th mm. was a Friday night, so we didn't go, obviously. The makeup show for that that concert was obviously Sunday, February 13th, 23 months really to the day later. Right. So I went with my daughter, didn't see a snap of the football game, and I had a great time. Wow. It was good. I wasn't expecting the show to be what it was. She's kind of ethereal and breathy and blah, 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 right? Right. Uh, But it was way more produced and big in that arena and Billy, she had like good positive messages for, there's a lot of kids there, obviously, right? Yeah. Right? And there was a lot of parents there. And she had good positive message. She was a great performer. She sounded good. I, I, I stood the whole time, huh? What? Yes. My now, daughter was going nuts. How many songs does she play? How many songs does she have in the catalog? She's got three albums. She did All about, right. I guess, I mean, she played for an hour and 45. She came on promptly at nine and was off promptly at 1045. Well, the kids got to get home, get to bed. Yeah. Well, they Sunday didn't consider night. the parking lot as part of that equation. I <laughs> sat in the lot here, literally didn't move out of my parking spot for 45 minutes. And I get wow. good parking. Wow. Because I'm an employee down there of the of the barn, basically. Oh, that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, it was an outrage is what it was. Man, Now, were you at least drinking beers or something? No. I'm no. an edible. A little post game? No. I, I, I might have had, you know, oh, an, yeah. an edible enhancement. And that may well, enhance the show. I, I mean, were people imbibed? Like, were, were moms getting loose? Yeah, there was a, two moms in front of me. Yeah? Pounding the uh, Trulies, as a matter of fact. Oh, very very much like my old lady would have done. <laughs> <laughs> double fisting, too, Hack. Double fisted Trulies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, the old lady would have went nuts down there. But it was it, it was just fun to see my daughter just go nuts at the show. Like she That's funny. totally into it. No, what, does she like know all the words now to the songs oh. and stuff? Oh yeah, that's her yeah. favorite favorite artist. Yeah. So she's like you at a Metallica show or something, right? Well, I was when you went to that Metallica show. We were buckled. Well, yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking around the parking lot with a bottle of Crown Royal. Yeah. Well, we started that in Xfinity Live with a couple black tooth grins down right. the road. Yeah. Oh. All right. Let's get to, get to our feature guest here on Park Sportsbook presents. The Odd G's podcast, Harry Mays, Jason Martinez, and one of our favorite guys, Harry. Yeah. A Temple alum and a member of the Carolina Panthers NFL team. It is Colin Thompson who joins us. 
turns this on. Ah, geez. What's up? What's up, Colin? How you guys doing? Can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, we got yeah. you. Loud and clear, man. Good to talk What's to you again. What's going on, man? Congrats to you guys on the new show. It's, it's great to hear you guys are back across the airwaves together. Thank you, man. Were yeah, you in man. Key West or something there? You look like you're in a villa. I am in Key West. Are you? You've been down there for yeah, a while, yeah. haven't you? Yeah, I, I try to get down here for about a month. I have family and friends that are down here oh, okay. um, that own some bars and own some restaurants. So, I mean, I, you know, fortunate enough as a kid to come down here and spend a ton, ton of time down here. So I've met, you know, probably we have like 20 family friends that are here. We played the Dolphins this year. They got a whole box for the game. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like a home away from home for my family. My parents have done business down here. Um, wow. And it's been great. So I'm down here with friends, family, training. A little mixing, a little fun, a little working out. So all's good. Just starting uh, the working out process for the All right, office. I got to ask you, Cape May in the summertime or Key West in the wintertime? Which is better? <laughs> he just, he you know wants what? to say the politically agree- correct answer, Harry, but <laughs> it, it's Key West anytime. <laughs> How about that? I love them both. I love them both for, for many reasons. Uh, you guys are breaking up a little bit, so hopefully it comes through okay on my end. But I love them both for, for many reasons. Uh, Cape May is probably more of a home nation. Here's probably a place more I like to visit. I don't know mm-hmm. if I could physically live down here for such a crazy long period of time, but no, they've been, they've treated me both great. I love training in both locations, which allows me to do the vacation side with the family and, and my wife and you know, our friends that fly down and come down and all these different events we have and fundraisers and all these different things. But, uh, to be able to train in both places has been huge for me. So they, you're married they, they, now. Oops, oh, sorry. You guys got me? Yeah, you might have the Mike Kern dial-up modem going. Yeah, I think this is uh, Colonel's AOL hookup here. <laughs> uh, you got married, man. Congratulations. How's it been? Sorry, guys. I'm losing you. We're frozen up here, man. Yeah, Key West is an area to yeah. vacation, not stream. Harry. Yeah, exactly. You're not <laughs> supposed to be able to, like... You know, like I'm going to Florida for the next two weeks, but I'm not going to be in Key West. I'll be in areas where you could still do the Internet. Key West doesn't want you on the Internet and doing streaming. And, you know, you're supposed to go there and just let loose and forget about all those obligations. Yeah, And as Colin Berger says, drink the black tooth grins hair. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's no stranger to that. All right. We got him back now. Let me kick his other one. There he is. All right. Uh, How's married life, man? Is Is this better? This is sounding a lot better. A little yeah. better, yeah. Okay, married life has been great. Married life's been great. It's been, uh, it's been, you know, quite the journey from getting married. We didn't have our honeymoon until after the season. We got married in June, mm-hmm. so you know that's always that's always a funny thing to do the honeymoon after. But I, I couldn't have done the wedding, the honeymoon, and then the season. That would be crazy, right? Um, you know, so it, it's great, man. No complaints for me. Uh, kind of had an extended little honeymoon after the season. Did some time in the Bahamas. Um, and then did some time, you know, down here and just relaxing, man, getting ready for the next season. It's crazy. Football's over. I was a little depressed. I'll be honest with you guys, Monday morning after watching the game and just, just been like, you know what, as someone who plays the game and, and probably watches a lot less football than other people, because I'm mm-hmm. just, I need a break from it when I'm outside the building. Uh, I was a little depressed. I'll be honest with you that football's over. Yeah, there's a there is that po- it's like oh now we got the countdown yeah you get excited for free agency and draft and all that stuff How, how's it been down in Carolina though uh, with Matt Rule and you got some cool teammates down there I know uh, you know you got Christian McCaffrey on the uh, Not for Long podcast how's it been down there It's been great and I think 
from the outside perspective, you see the same record back to back years. You see a lot of smoke with what's going on, uh, you know, with, with losing and people coming at coach rule and coming at, you know, the organization and all these different players and Christian McCaffrey can't stay healthy. And there's a lot of negatives, but you know, I may be biased, but to be in that building, uh, I, I'm, I feel really fortunate to be a part of it. I've been a part of a, of some, a lot of different buildings in my life from being in two different college programs, five different professional teams, really seven. So I've been able to see a lot of different things and I know we're doing the right things. It's just a matter of time. So it's going to go through and that's being a part of a rebuild. And, you know, thankfully coach rule, you know, he, he's, he's still here. I've said it on other podcasts before, cause some people say, Oh, I don't want to bring it up to you. Cause it's kind of, you know, controversial. I have no problem talking about it, but I think coach rule is going to live out his entire contract in Carolina. I've said that before. That's a seven year deal. Uh, I I'm a huge fan of him. You know, I'm be completely honest. My first couple of years at Temple, I was not a fan of how we did things at Temple. I pushed against it. I was like, man, we didn't do any of this stuff in Florida. And we went to a Sugar Bowl. Mm-hmm. We went 12 and one. Should have went undefeated. And uh, you know what? It was the right way to do things. And obviously, it really worked out for him at Baylor and the staff because he brings everybody with him everywhere. And, and it's things are working out. You know, behind the scenes in Carolina and started off to a great great start. Uh, and really, it was a tail about three different seasons this year in Carolina. You start off hot and go 3-0, and and then you get back to 500 at 5-5, five and five, and Cam Newton comes in, and to his first two plays, he scores two touchdowns, and then all of a sudden, we go on a massive skid and don't win another game. So yeah. it, it's been a crazy year. It will be a big offseason, obviously. There's no hiding there, uh, hiding that. But, you know, excited to be there because I, I really firmly believe that it's, it's, uh, it's looking up. Well, we could get to some off-season questions, but I got to know, you watched the Super Bowl in Key West. What did you think of the game and and the overall outcome? Yeah, so, I've, you know, I've talked to a bunch of people after the game. I'll say this. This was a, such an enjoyable, like, leading up to the Super Bowl. It was a very, like, so many good, heartfelt stories. Like, you know, Van Jefferson has the baby after the game. You know, Matt yeah. Stafford finally gets that Super Bowl and gets that public recognition that he deserves because he's such a good player and respected throughout the league and by good football minds and in the media. Mm-hmm. And then you get Sean McVay, who's the, you know, the young and upcoming coach at 36, wins the Super Bowl, such a likable guy. At least I think he is. And you get the Bengals and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and then Aaron Donald and the Rams. There's like no villain. Now that Brady's out, you know, there's no <laughs> villain card anymore. So we we're talking a lot about that to a lot of people. Then we drew that back to the NBA. Like when LeBron's out of the finals, I don't know, to me, it's just not the same. You know, whether you root for him or you don't. Um, whether you want to compare him to Brady or not, I don't know if the field is what it is, but you know, I'm going roundabout way, just addressing the whole game because there's kind of a lot to tackle. Uh, but it was a clean game. It was a fun game to watch. It was a great Super Bowl. Combine that with a fun halftime show. Uh, Harry, Tony Bruno was correct in that Snoop would be lighting up yep. the J uh, publicly Blazing before. Up. Yeah, he blazed up. We saw it on on camera. We saw it on camera. So yeah. we got a little bit of that. I thought the halftime show was great. I thought it was fun. I thought it was entertainment. I thought it was different. I thought it was a little bit of everything. Whether you like that genre of music or not, everyone knows a ly- lyrics to all one or all of those songs, mm-hmm. um, in my opinion. So that was fun. A good mix-up or breath of fresh air. I thought the rock thing was a little cheesy. Yes, a little. Even though I love the rock, personally. I do, like, too. <laughs> I was like, come on. And I was at a place where the volume was up, but you couldn't hear everything clearly. I just saw him screaming to the mic, and I said, oh, no. Oh. He's on the field. Yeah, I have to be on a kickoff return looking out there. You'd be like, wow, that guy's actually bigger than all of us out here. Yeah. And he's doing, he's on the mic. Like, what are you doing? His bicep um, was like, it looked like somebody's huge. thigh. Thigh. Like, he's, <laughs> my he torso. Works his ass off. 
Right. <laughs> that guy's unreal. What he like is his success story doing things at least from publicly the right way. But then the Super Bowl, you know, ended, you know, awesome. You get Joe Burrow, get the ball in his hands to go down the field. Cooper Cup catch the fade route first. You know, Odell goes down. That's another thing. Again, yeah. I'm, I'm all over the place. Like, I, I've been publicly talked about. I've talked about Odell since I met him in New York and played with him. I, I never had a bad experience with Odell. Mm-hmm. He's not to bananas? Me, like, no, I mean, I don't, I, I don't, under, like, I get what the media does, right? They see him kick a net, but like, Tom Brady throws his helmet across the entire sideline and curses everyone out. And yeah. everyone's like, that's leadership. Well, Odell proposed to the kicking net, though, if you remember what back he with the Giants. That's a little different. He's, he, I think theatrical is a good word, but I don't think he deserves all of this, like, vitriol. Like, mm. the guy's never done anything wrong off the field. It's almost like T.O. in a way. Like, T.O. never did anything wrong off the field. Like, right. No, like, but, he just. It just was theatrical. And now they're painting him as like this leader and he's crying and he's got his hands on, you know, Bucks receivers shoulders after games. And I just hate that, you know, by the mainstream media, because he actually is a good guy and a good teammate. And he's always played hard, but it's like, you know, he just, things didn't work out. I get it. I, I, you know, I know, you know, that's how the media rolls, but you know, I just, I just, that, that's something that stuck out to me. And there was just so many different storylines from the game, but at the end of the day, here comes Aaron Donald, Absolutely wrecks the game like we thought yep. he would. Cooper Cup, the stars from the Rams took over. And and really that's you know, that's how it shook out because you know, at the end of the day, it's not X's and O's, you're not gonna call the right play. It's how your Jimmies and Joes execute and the Rams both teams just have elite talent and the Rams just end up pulling out at the end. We called a three point game on the show, Aaron. I was just right. 10, point, ten points off. You know, the thing is, Colin, you, you see the numbers of the people that watched over 117 average watching the Super Bowl. Like, like it's fucking insane that that many people are watching the same thing. I mean, crazy. Man. Mo- most sports or TV shows would love yeah. 30 million. That'd be huge. 117 is incomprehensible to me. I'm trying to hang around as long as I can, Jason, because the money's going up, brother. I'm trying to hang around, yeah. guys. But, <laughs> but, you know, even a place like Key West, this is the best town to watch football because everyone, even the locals, are from all over. And mm. everyone, there's Eagles bars. There's Patriots bar. It's such a cool, fun environment. It's like the red zone channel of watching football because everybody's got a different rooting interest. Yeah. It's great. And everyone's there for the same reason. And, and I was between two bars, Shots and Giggles, which was my uncle's bar, right behind Sloppy Joe's, and then Scars and Tattoos, which is – right next to it and these great look great places and you know great ownership and awesome hospitality they got food trays for everybody you know just and they don't even serve food there you know just an awesome event and the town is packed to watch the game and to see excitement everyone's different jerseys on the team like you i couldn't hear the halftime show because everyone was singing the songs so like you're saying that this That's the great. fandom of the nfl is awesome and people you know there's always that remote side that are like ratings and this and that and all this bs but you know, like, you know, Tony said, Harrow on the on the Twitter spaces we did, like the NFL listens. They really do. Yeah. And they, they they pump out a great product. It has to be a part of it, but the product is unreal. And, and the product's only getting better on the field. There's more quarterbacks now than ever. There's more great receivers now than ever. It's like something I've, I've you know, my young age of a fan and a player, like I've never seen before. Yeah, yeah and I saw that some of the odds already out for next year's Super Bowl, depending on where you get it. 
it's either Kansas City or Buffalo are the favorites. You know, they, some casinos have them uh, flip flop, but then the the Rams come in there at plus a thousand, and then the Niners and Bengals both in at plus fourteen hundred. Is there is there any uh, anything that jumps out at you there when you start here? I, and I, Dallas is in there at like plus fourteen hundred in some places, and I don't get that in the least. Well, everyone hates on Dallas, right? Because they they've uh, you know struggled in the Super Bowl, or excuse me, struggled in the playoffs and a couple of things like that. Yeah, that's a talented football team. That's a talented football team. So I think they deserve to be up in that mix for sure. You know, I I think you know you're not going to find too many teams more talented than Dallas. This is their second year now under under Coach McCarthy, I think, or third year this will be. Dak's back healthier again, right? They came up that big injury to, to come out and play the way he did off of a big injury is really tough. You know they're going to lose players of free agency, agency like everybody else, but they're figuring out their defense there. Like publicly, like everybody knows, like the defense kind of was the thing. But you got guys like Micah Parsons and a couple other studs on that D. Diggs mm-hmm. is one of them. That's pretty high end talent. So I get why they're up there. You know the Bills are that was what a fun team to watch. Yeah, that game yeah. we talked about, just incredible. You know that's a fun Josh team. Allen. A fun, yeah, right. And 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 Josh Allen, one hundred percent, Jason. But the guys they have around them and like a Diggs and now this Gabriel and yeah. they have some good tight ends. They have some fun backs. Their offensive line that we know, Deion Dawkins and Temple guy, Pro yeah, Bowl. Right. Ryan Bates, a local guy, Archbishop Wood. He started at left left guard for him. He played at Penn State. Um, you know, defensively they have a you know a ton of studs. And then another Temple guy in Tyler Matakevich, who's their special teams captain. So, you know, that was an First off, bucket list place to go, guys. If you can get there with some moderate weather. We played there. It was like 30 degrees, no wind, light snow. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I mean, there that's, in Green Bay. That's moderate weather for Buffalo, but not for me. No. <laughs> Harry, it was actually enjoyable. No wind. It was? Thing. The no wind thing made it, right? Okay. We all know. Yeah. You know, like, you just got to keep your hands and toes warm, and you had a, had a great time. So, mm-hmm. I mean, people were flipping us off, brushing their teeth, <laughs> and, like, eating – just like just crushing Bloody Marys and whatever Miller Lite or whatever they're drinking up there, probably the bats, right? You know, yeah, it's the only enjoyable thing to do in Buffalo. Like you go to Buffalo, like Coatsy, Steve Coates always says, if you if the doctor gives you a week to live, move to Buffalo. You'll be begging the Lord to take you sooner, <laughs> and it'll seem like an eternity. I'll tell you what, I went to a little. Uh, a little dive bar, not to have drinks, but a little dive bar to get wings and bring them back to the team because COVID just happened. That like not COVID was spiking up and the new NFL rules, you know, you can't eat because before we the whole thing was get vaccinated, you can no mask and you can leave the team hotel and get dinner and enjoy the normal NFL life the night before the game. Mm-hmm. So I went and got 150 wings at uh, some place right down the street from the hotel and came back, and it was such crap weather the night the night before the game. Right, but the wings were unbelievable. I mean, I know that's not a hot take, but they were very good. What is it? The Anchor Bar is that the the one that gets the credit for starting the whole thing? Yeah, right there. Yeah, there's right. one bar, Buffalo Bill, Bar Bill, I think. Mm. Yeah, there's I've been there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you get done playing, I know you don't like to think about when you get done playing when you're playing, but you're you kind of positioned yourself, you know, doing the podcast, the not for long podcast. We know Harry's been on, I've been on as well, and it's awesome. Um, as getting into like media and stuff, but you ever consider coaching? Because, I mean, like, like, dude, you got coach written all over you. Mm-hmm. To me, you're a grinder. You've worked your ass off to get there. And and knowing you, I know that you don't take any of this shit for granted. And I think that's a huge trait of good coaching. It's a great question. I, I, I've been blessed 
to be coached by so many awesome people over the years, uh, starting in youth football. Like that's the reason why I'm here and talking mm-hmm. to you guys, because I got lucky with great coaching. You did some picking along the way, the youth football team, and then picked the high school because I went to the private school, you know, 20 minutes away in Archbishop Wood. You know, and then at college, you get to pick where you're going. And then Temple, I the one I didn't even pick, the one that I didn't have a choice for because I was medically disqualified and went from 30 offers and a first-team All-American to no offers. Nobody wanted me. Penn State offered me a walk-on spot. UCF offered me a walk-on spot. And Matt Rule at Temple's like, I'll take you. Well, they were the best staff and the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh, you know, and then I bounced around the league and played for some great people, just getting lucky, getting selected by different places. So I've learned a lot about the game. I've been open to learning the game, which I think started at a young age. So I've been asked before. I've been offered some spots before, but I, I wanted to continue to keep playing and grinding. I'm always transparent with this answer because I'd love to coach and wish I could coach, but I wish I could edit the world of coaching. Hmm. I think it's way, way too much time away from family. If that's what it takes to be successful, then I get it. But for what I want to do in my life and have a family and be around my family and be around the game, there's easier ways to check that box, especially what I'm already doing, uh, especially yeah. with some of the color commentary background that I have because of Harry breaking his ankle on some acorns. <laughs> you know, so it's a great it's a, it's, a, it's a great question and very humbling. I would love to coach, but I would want to jump to become a head coach so quick so I could say, hey, guys, get out of the office at 7 o'clock. Go eat dinner with your family because yeah. these guys – don't know their family to from my to much as I want to know mine and, and the health behind it. I think there's healthy ways to do it. So who knows? We'll see what happens when it's over. I'm never closing any doors, but Fuck, that's a great answer. Closing. Yeah, that's a great answer. It's, it sounds a lot like the Bruce Arians approach. Yeah, I, guys. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I've, again, I've played some for some awesome people, man, but it, I think it needs to be edited. I think the quality of life is tough to do it now i'm not saying one two three nights a week you can't you know bury yourself burn and, and get, get yeah burn it but i just think you need to be the time with the family and that's why i would probably prefer nfl, NFL over college because college the season ends and you're mm-hmm. gone you're recruiting and during right. the season friday night before a game instead of being with your tight end group or being with your offense or defense or whatever or going out to dinner with your family night before the game or breaking bread with the team you got to go recruit a high school football game you got to go right. sit in the stands at cherry hill east and watch a game or Archbishop Board or all the Sal or you're like so that's awesome and that but that's not coaching all the time you know that's like program building it's a whole nother level yeah wow pretty crazy man that's nuts well you, your podcast is great and I love the one thing that he Thanks, does Harry, when you guest on his podcast yeah he sends you a not for long hat oh I got the hat yeah yeah I got I got it right yeah. here actually yeah proudly oh shit here it yes. is. I'll put it on. It's got the microphone and the N4L on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there you go. You can Media. see that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love our logo, but I had a logo done, guys. That was incredible, and it, but it was too close to the NFL logo. Oh, oh so you get a C and D, a little cease and desist. <laughs> I didn't do it, but I was for I had 50-50 down the middle. Some people that I trust, you know, 10 people, lawyers, whatever, and I said, what do you guys think? And it was 50-50, and I'm like, you know what? This ain't worth it. It's not worth, uh, worth losing your job over. Yeah, I could have got some good press out of that, though, and that would have been good press for the podcast. Right. But let's <laughs> change that logo to the exact NFL logo and then fight it so it ends up in the media. Right. And then people come to the podcast. Yeah. And then I have no money left and, uh, you know, starting from zero again. But you created Found- a lot of buzz. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it. Whatever, whatever it takes. Whatever oh, it takes. Oh, man. 
Dude, enjoy Key West, man. We're going to let you go. But I, thanks for coming on, man. I love talking to you. I know you're a big, big Philly sports fan, a huge Flyer fan. He's always texting me. Yeah, no way. Well, I got one more for him because okay. something happened here in the last couple of days. I don't know if you saw this already, but Mike Oresco, the uh, uh, head of the American Athletic Conference, wrote an open letter to college football and is basically uh, trumpeting a 12-team playoff sooner than later. What do you oh. think about that? Uh, you know what? I, we've debated this before again on Not For Long. I, I say tread carefully, folks, because – and you better give a bu- like four or five buys to the top four teams. Oh, yeah. I think I think four teams would get a buy. Yeah. 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 Uh, and even when you get to the second round, I think those top four teams are going to demolish Alabama versus, you know, eight-seated you – know, I think this year you could have done it. We went through it again. I thought this year there's a little bit more depth. Mm-hmm. Um, and Harry and I talked about this before, I think – even the UCF, uh, Cincinnati, who was good this year, I think an old UCF team is better than them. Right. Um, So uh, just tread lightly when you expand. I know. Because these big dogs are going to run through people. And I know everybody wants more. More games, more things to bet on. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, they'll find a way to do it, Harry. Right. You got to drive that wheel, baby. That's right. Great point, though, you brought up, Jason. The viewership (laughs) will be nuts. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. You know, College football is not balanced enough to support that many teams mm-hmm. fighting for a chance because you're going to see teams get in there and they're going to get just bludgeoned. Right, right. If that happens a little bit in the first round in the NBA. It happened. It doesn't really happen in the NFL, but in baseball, not really because they're they're close. But Pitchers. in hockey, yeah. obviously, anybody can win. But right in college football, like the, the top couple teams, they they win by sixty over the 12th ranked team in the country. Yeah. There's a big drop off from like two, three and four and the rest of yeah. rest of fo- college football. Usually. And the difference is the depth, mm-hmm. like an American athletic conference. If the temple Owls when we were at our prime were fully healthy go- going into the 12th game of the season and the 12 game playoff, I think we could beat a team, but the issue is you're not going to be fully you're healthy. Not healthy. Yeah. yeah. And, and the other teams are rolling in a four or five star behind you. And then you would be rolling in a developmental player. Right. Which is still going to be a great college football player, but maybe they're a freshman. Right. You know, so that's the difference. In yep. my opinion. Yeah. yeah. They're not ready for that. Good um, stuff, man. Yeah. Enjoy Key West. When are you coming back? I'll be back at the end of the, I'll be back. I'm only another week or so. So I'll be here and then start training hard. I'll be, uh, you know, training down in, you know, the, the uh, panhandle of Florida. I love training down there with my, you know, my wife's family. He's got a little place down there. So I go train down there, run on the beach pretty much beat myself up for about eight weeks and then boom, rolling back into OTAs guys. We'll be OTAs mid April. So wow. This Shit. NFL thing, as you guys know, mock drafts oh, yeah. are already out. The draft's oh, going yeah. on. So, gonna be a hell of an off season, man. Appreciate you guys coming on. I appreciate you two so much. You've been mentors of mine. You've taken care of me and you know, I, I can't thank you guys enough. Awesome. Thank you, Colin. Thanks, man. Be well. Talk soon. You too. There he is. Colin Thompson. He's an awesome guy. Oh yeah. Just Absolutely. a great dude. And yeah. He texts me all the time about the Flyers. Oh, <laughs> He's I know. a huge I, he loves Flyers. The, he loves hockey and loves the Flyers. Knows his yeah. shit, too. Uh-huh. You know? Um, I want to get to this Ben Simmons thing real quick, Harry. Did you see uh, the, any of the press conferences? I know you were doing the show. No, I, I didn't see any of it. But I heard, uh, you know, through watching Twitter that it was a lot of it is what it is. Yeah. So of- <laughs> I don't know that I missed all that much. Yeah. I, I listened to it and it was like, okay, whatever, you know. 
Yeah. It, it was what it was. Right. <laughs> basically right. the way I saw it. I don't want to hear press conferences. I want to see Harden start to play. And apparently that's not going to happen until after the all-star break, which is very soon in another week or so. But, uh, you know, when Ben Simmons decides to play, you know, I'll tune into the highlights. If he's here on March the 10th, uh, when, when the Nets take on the Sixers, that would be great. I know he was asked that today and, you know, I think his answer was, you know, he'd like to be able to play, but he doesn't know if he's going to be available. Uh, you know, so who knows? Um, the playoffs will be great, though. Hopefully the, the two teams will get matched up in the playoffs and then everybody that can play has to play. Yeah, absolutely. Did you see now Anthony's down at the Sixers practice facility? You and I did a bunch of shows there. Oh, yeah. You know, for like the started training camp with Embiid and Simmons. They were both on yeah. the show. They came on the program. So Anthony, Andrew uh, Salchunas picked up tweeted out a picture of anthony talking to daryl morey and i love daryl morey so, uh, yeah yeah like he's kind of like a grimy you know mm-hmm. he interacts with people on twitter he's a cool dude yeah so here's anthony with daryl morey and look at the cuz look at the cuz look i mean look what he's he's got like if you can see his cuff link there on his right hand of uh-huh. the shirt underneath it's like a a burgundy or maybe a merlot yeah it's, it's like or a cranberry sort of like the rock hat on yeah you know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and then he's got this sport coat on that he, uh-huh. he pulled out of Polly Walnut's closet. <laughs> like, what is going on there? Well, I just like the body language, like he's all hunched over, almost yeah. like he's 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 gearing up to D up Dar- Daryl Morey. You know, he's like he's got the fists up. He's going to get yep. in his face, you know, and get up in his grill and, and defend him from the half court line in. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it looks like he's got baldy shoulder pads on. I know. I know. That's his <laughs> shoulders, man. You know, that coat doesn't have shoulder pads in it. No way. No. no. I mean, look at that thing. That's look all him, him, man. Hey, hey yeah. what are you say? <laughs> it's a big day. Uh, Harden. You got no more Ben. Oh. He's a gazelle. Yeah. Now, now, does he get out a new song? Because it was Prodigy. He used to play that Prodigy song yeah, whenever starter. he'd talk about Ben Simmons. So he's no longer the Prodigy, right? No, no, no. So what he, is what is hardened? Is it, He's got to well, come up with a new song. I saw people, and I saw it on Twitter yesterday, people were tweeting in. because he, You know he was soliciting that right away. Of course. <laughs> Sol- yeah, soliciting. Yeah. We got to come up with a song. What do you think about Thunderstruck? <laughs> you know, and then Chunas Chuna, will put, you know fire it up off of YouTube, yeah, and play it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now there's a lot of action on the stream here for this F1 stuff. Joey B is asking all kinds of questions about Azerbaijan on June the 10th. Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, all the car revealing is happening right now. They're revealing what is called the livery of the new cars the livery yeah which is how they're designed with the you know the logos and everything Mm -hmm. and so they're they're introducing all their 2022 cars and they're much different because there's new new rules in place joey b talking about miami first week of may Uh the new miami grand prix is gonna be there is that the second one in the united states or or did they just move the wasn't it in texas yeah it's in austin that it's a called circuit of the americas and it's still there. They still have a, an oh, American so, one. So there's two races in America. Yeah. Oh, and okay. Th- talking about adding the third, as a matter of fact, too, Harry. Talking wow. about maybe doing one in the streets of Vegas. Mm. So, which would be obviously cool. Yeah, that so, would be cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, Miami's races. a perfect city for that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, 
very it's opulent almost, too. Yeah, it's almost like you're on the Riviera. Yeah, you know, like, like in Monaco. Monte Carlo, Monte Carlo kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. You go to Monaco; it's in the streets of Monaco. Mm-hmm. You know, the, all the boats and the yachts are out there and everything. It's awesome. Right. So, um, he, look at this. He says, uh, "Is Gargano wearing riser shoes?" Yeah, he's got like a lift kit on those shoes. They, yeah, they were the different kind of shoe. Yeah. I've never seen <laughs> different those kind of shoe. I don't know. <laughs> By the way, we have birthday wishes today too, Har. For who? How about this? This guy is still playing professional hockey. Oh, it would be one Yaramir Yager. Wow. Now, who's he with? Is he over in Russia? No, uh, he plays. He owns a team, and okay. he plays for the team that he owns. Let me just get figure out what they're called here. I forget. Um, but I mean, he's just been at it forever. He's Jeez. fifty years old. Fifty. 50. Still playing. Now, what was the oldest? Was it Gordie Howe? Or who was the oldest player to ever play in the NHL? It has to be Gordie Howe because he played into his 50s. Okay. And Chelios was old. He was like 45, wasn't he? 47, I think. Was he 47? Wow. Yeah. That's um, amazing. Yeah. I mean, how can you play at that age? Yeah. Gordie Howe it was the oldest. He played his final game on April 11th, 1980 at 52 years of age and 11 days. Now, was that in the NHL? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. He played on a line with his, uh, with his two sons. Because I know he was, he was in the Marty. WHL too, right? Mm-hmm. With the Houston Arrows, I believe. Yes, I believe you are correct. Yeah. I remember. So, like I had that that's hockey good card. Good Gordy Howe knowledge, Harry. Yeah, I had the card. I used to, you know, collect the sports cards like every other nitwit kid did back in that yeah. that time period. But yeah, wow, look at him. He's he looks, still see... looks good. Yeah, he does. I mean, you he's know? fit as they come, and um, it's amazing that he's still going. And you know, you never would have thought he was a guy that would be able to keep going. You know, because it didn't seem like he loved the game for at a time in his life. But then mm. he just he's still grinding it, man. I don't know how he uh, does it. He had some nice uh, nice years here with the Flyers. I thought he played well. Yeah, he only had the one year. Was it only Flyers. one? I thought I thought he was here for la, uh, la, rolled over for two years. I thought. Well, maybe I'm no. Wrong, it's just the one that he went to the Rangers. Oh, um, yeah, okay, that's right. Well, Yager isn't the oldest guy to play in the NHL. Um, obviously that was Gordy Howe, but Chris Chelios. Did play in the NHL until he was 48 years old and 71 days back in 2010. There you go. Okay. That's incredible. Yeah, that is incredible. Now, obviously, uh, he's a defenseman. Yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, y- Yager's still out there on the wing. Yeah. He can Jeez. skate. Like, when he came to the Flyers, he got a, a key to the practice facility, the skates. Mm-hmm. And he would go over there at, like, 10 o'clock at night on a Friday night and just power skate for two hours by himself. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Just a total rink rat. Yeah. Um, I wanted to wrap up one other thing on um, two things on Super Bowl. One, did you see this company? Uh, they're called Tushy. It's called Tushy. Yeah. Their Twitter handle is at hello Tushy. Mm-hmm. It's the no, Tushy, I did not. Tushy Bidet. Now they okay. ran a promotion during the Super Bowl. And here the promotion is here. I'll put it up on the screen. I didn't see this. Their tweet said, We're serious. You could win ten thousand dollars if you send us your post big game poop on oh, Super God. Bowl Monday. Super Bowl Monday. Oh God. Bonus I'm points. Out. 
if you tell us what food it used to oh, be. Oh, this is disgusting. Really? Yeah, that's what yeah. they did. I'm out on Tushy. You're out? <laughs> yeah, I'm out on that. I'll just use a baby wipe or a dude wipe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about get... how about ZZ Top Tush, huh? Yeah, that's a good song, but that's a I don't I don't song. need the bidet. I don't need to have my my butthole like, uh, you know, hosed down from the toilet. I'm Blasted sorry. Blasted with a fire hose. Exactly. I'm not just forget it. <laughs> that's disgusting. And yeah. uh, no, I'm not taking part in that. You're out on that. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thanks. For I can't letting me. photo my my deuce. No. No, I, just, I don't find that, that enjoyable. No, uh, I and I want to call out call out a guy here on the podcast as well because uh-huh. we were talking about I went to the Billie Eilish show with my daughter, right? And I put out a tweet here, and I and I know I got a response from you with a ah jeez, yeah, wow. Uh, and what do I you just expect? Said, yeah, this is inside Wells Fargo, and I said on March thirteenth I was scheduled to go to the Billie Eilish concert, blah blah blah, the whole story, right? Um, and so I'm here with my daughter, and this guy B Money is his twitter handle mm-hmm. at bhaines 1027 responded like a lot of people were like oh that's great you know family's important blah 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 and this guy goes would you do the same for the stanley cup fraud sports guy and fraud dad mm. that's what this prick said all right now i gotta ask you if the stanley cup was on and it didn't it obviously let's say it involved the flyers you would not have been able to go to the concert because if it was a road game, you would have still had to been doing the radio. Yeah. Right. Your responsibilities. If it was a home game, there's no way Billy's playing there the same night. Yeah. Because, because the flyers got the sheet. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if it's the flyers, it's obvious I'm working. Right. But if it's a cup game and I had that concert, I would still go to it as well. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, but yeah, I mean, the Cup game, there's, such pricks. there's one of seven possible games. I mean, the Super Bowl is one of one. Yeah, I mean, even so if it's a game seven, you know. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to the concert. Wow. Because I'm not, I'm not emotionally or invested in it mm. that way. So I guess I'm a fraud sports guy and a fraud dad. Jeez, I'd, like to take a, I'd like to take a goalie stick to his fucking temple. How are you a fraud dad? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, for taking my daughter to the show, right? Right, right. <laughs> Like, what is going I'd say on? That that's dad of the year uh, nominee. Yeah. So I, I I quote tweeted and said, and the a-hole of the year award goes to, and just put an arrow pointing I down to that brick. Right? And so all these people found out who he was, and people messaged me who he was. So I looked him up on Facebook. The dude lives in my hometown. Well, that's a real outrage. Yeah. And and not shocking, he's single. <laughs> like, what a pr- – Brandon Haynes is his name. I mean <laughs> – he well, works you for give, you want to give out his address too. While he works you're at for it? Dell as okay. a salesman. So if this guy comes across to try and sell you a computer, buy it and beat him with it. Oh I mean, what like people are such assholes. That's why I don't put I wouldn't put stuff like that out there on so I'm just keeping it to myself. They don't need to know. Yeah. yeah. Promotional purposes only have right, exactly. Oh my god. <laughs> 91L6ers uh, uh, says, uh, when Bruno's bidet fails, he makes Robin get a warm bucket of water and a stiff bristle brush. I, I actually think like that's grill true. brush? I actually think that's true. There's some truth to that. I would not doubt that in a, uh, for a minute. Could you hear him going, Miss Robin, go grab, the, go grab that steel brush off the, off the grill. Oh, my God. Give me a good scrubbing. Oh, God. I hate to do it. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god! Oh man, so funny, uh, unreal. Um, 
what else did I want to get to here? Oh, the Ben Simmons thing I just wanted to get to real quick, Harry. Because if you put anything out on social media that he's now being cured of his mental issues, mm-hmm. you are now shamed. Which I did, by the way. I did as well. As soon as the trade was made. I mean, because it's so odd. Look, is he fucked up in the head? Does he have issues? Probably. Probably. We all do. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm fucked up in the head. Mm-hmm. You want to see mental issues? Look at your look at the screen right now. See this dude talking with this hat on? Yeah. I'm fucked up. Right. Right. But I mean, this whole note, this whole notion of if you question it, yeah. then you're you're downplaying mental illness. And that, yeah. that's why I have a problem with what he did. Yeah, but it's it's funny how once he stopped getting paid or was starting to get fined, whichever it was, that's when the the mental issues excuse surfaced. So yeah. there was there was that link up and then he immediately gets traded. And all of a sudden he's there, you know, gripping and grinning with his new teammates, looking, looking like he, you know, just got a new lease on life and all is good. So I, I tweeted something like the uh, to the effect of glad to see his mental uh, his mental health has improved. I think that was the tweet I put out. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm sure that some of the responses were oh, people yeah. just freaking out on you. Which, yeah. Whatever. Who gives a shit? Anymore? Yeah. Um, somebody here on the stream says that, uh, this show, Kyle Brown says this show needs to be a four hour show. Kyle, no, it, no, no, it, doesn't. it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> and, and it's not going to be. No, it's not. <laughs> Matter of fact, you got minutes left. So exactly. enjoy. Exactly. The only way this is going to be a four hour show is if you put it on repeat for four hours. Right. <laughs> Feel I'm free not to into do doing that. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, today was the day, Harry, that pitchers and catchers were supposed to report. Right. Yeah, big day, right? Oh, it used to be a big day for me about ten years ago. <laughs> you know, I mean, back when the you know the the last uh, year the Phillies were really relevant. You know, with that Ryan Howard J Roll squad, I think 2011, 2012 is when it all started to go downhill. After that, so yeah, I was I was into it. Yeah, and now I mean, it's still the sport is just still just insane, like how much they're just shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. I don't feel sorry for him anymore. No, I, I don't either. I told you, you know, we're not going to go on about baseball anymore because I've replaced it. I told you it's been replaced. You've replaced it with the F1. Yep. Right. So, you know, I, you know, people this day and age with, you know, even me, I'm an old guy. My attention spans way shorter than it used to be. Uh, I told you, you know, during the Super Bowl, I was getting a little bit bored. I was starting to pay attention to other stuff while the Super Bowl was on. Imagine me during a baseball game. Oh, my goodness. You know what I'm saying? And I'm 56 years old. Now, think about that, you know, for a 24-year-old kid. Yeah. You know? Or or a 13-year-old kid. Right, right. Like, when you were a kid, when you were 13, 15, whatever, like, I remember watching Sunday Night Baseball like it was the biggest thing of the week. Oh, yeah. You know? Monday and, Night Baseball used to be big for, for yeah. back when Howard Cosell was in the booth. Yeah, like every he game. He did baseball I mean, and football for those saying, oh, you know, you're wrong. He did both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he might have done boxing a little bit, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit. Um, but, I mean, you look at it and you go, like, the sport has no impact except for on the diehards. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's yeah. what it's become. It's become a niche sport. Right. And the, and yeah. the participation levels at youth sport level is just dropping like a lead balloon. I, I can't. I I thank God my kid didn't play baseball. Oh yeah, 
See, my I, my nephews used to play it, and then they got out of it for lacrosse. Yeah, that's what my nephews did. Like too. they, they played, replaced it yeah. with lacrosse, and the kid's thirteen years old. Yeah, you know. So it, the lacrosse thing is huge now. My mm-hmm. my sister has four boys, and and they all play. Yeah, and I mean their dad, my sister's my brother in law, uh, Jim. He played football at um at Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, his position coach when he was there for two years, Harry. Yeah, Chip Kelly. Well, yeah, they, and they were big on uh, lacrosse. Mm-hmm. Johns Hopkins. I mean, oh, huge, huge in Maryland. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but the kids quit football, quit baseball, and they play lacrosse. They play all year round. Yep, they're good at it too. I mean, the, right. The, the ones going to college next year, uh, playing D three, and uh, Michael, who's going to be, I think, in eighth grade, is going to Haverford, uh, Haverford School, mm. which is one of the best lacrosse schools in the country. In the area, so, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's crazy. So. It's it's bananas, but we'll see if baseball can get their head firmly out of their ass. I doubt it. Yeah. Um, and, and I want to ask you a question, too, and we'll kind of wrap up with this. You know, I enjoyed the Billie Eilish concert. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to, and I right. would not have gone had I not gone with my daughter. Have you ever been to a concert where you were kind of skeptical about the band? You came away a fan? Um, Boy. Uh, probably you tend not. not to go to those concerts. Exactly. Yeah. I, I would just say, no, I'll pass. You go by yourself or go with somebody else. Um, no, like, like, like who no. are those concerts that you remember? Like, holy shit. Like this was an unbelievable, like you walked out of there, like almost a changed man because it was like religious and a religious event because it was so good. Um, Peter Gabriel. Oh wow! Uh, that what was tour incredible. was that Harry? the So tour? Yeah, it was the So Sow? tour in '86. Um, but I was a big fan of him, you know, from all this previous stuff and even some of the Genesis stuff. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I walked away where I was just blown away. See, I was pretty much well. Van Halen, I was blown away by Van Halen when I first heard them, but then when I went to see them live, it was just such a, uh, you know, just the theatrics and David Lee Roth, you kind of came out of there going, wow, did I, did I just see what I saw? Yeah. Um, you know, but I'm trying to think, boy, I wish I would have been prepped for this question. Yeah. I kind of um, just off a whim here. Sorry about that. We'll yeah. get into this in a subsequent episode. I mean, my first concert was yes. So just being at your first Oof. concert in the round at the spectrum, uh, was the, you know, I came away thinking it was way better than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. even though I thought it would be awesome uh, because it was your first one and you're just like kind of the you know, sound all in awe of everything. Yeah. yeah. Everything's so the big. energy in the building. Yeah. So you take so like the artist takes so much from the crowd. And I think everybody in the crowd takes so much from the artist and the crowd. Yeah. I mean, you know, Ted Nugent swinging around on a vine from side to side of the stage in a loincloth, you know, Jeez. and then picking up the guitar and jamming, you know, that, in Lehigh's little arena. That was pretty incredible. That was my second show. I'm gonna have to uh, to let the cleaning lady in. Hold on. When I saw Metallica, there he is. All right, we're okay. We're back. I had to let the cleaning lady in. Ah, jeez. Yeah. Um. You know, one of the concerts that kind of blew my mind, I saw Kiss. See, I never saw them. I think it was like '97. I should have. And it was all the original members. So Peter oh yeah. First on drums and Ace Frehley. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting like kind of side stage. It was at Bryce Jordan Center at Penn State. And watching Ace Fraley walk into his little tent on the side of the stage and come out more buckled mm. every time he went in. I mean, he was wasted. 
but still nailing every note. Every note. So what was he doing show was, there? Oh, he's probably drinking and doing whatever, doing Ace Fraley type things, <laughs> trying to find Fraley's comet. <laughs> I mean, he was that. That was just a great presentation of a show and like the vibe. Yeah, but I mean, I, I saw Pantera at some really cool venues. Um, Metallica, obviously, I saw them open for Ozzy in 1985 with Cliff Burton for the Master of Puppets tour. Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, the first concert I ever went to was Adamant, and the opening act was the Romantics at the Spectrum Showcase Theater, where they cut it in half. Right. It was the Adam Ant Strip Tour. That was the first concert I ever went to. I saw Velvet Revolver in one of those mini Spectrum tours, mm-hmm. mini Spectrum shows, where they cut the building in half. It was pretty, yeah. pretty intense. Yeah, great yeah. stuff. So many great shows. Uh, I, we'll have to put a list together and do, do something with that. at some. But we don't do lists. No, I do. You oh. don't do lists. <laughs> I have no problem with the list. <laughs> I'm a walking list. So uh, anything else you want to get to, Har? Uh no, except I'm going to be on vacation. I'm going to be leaving on Saturday to drive down to Florida at four. You're driving? In the yeah. How yeah, far of a drive is this? Harry? It's my Florida swing. I'm because I'm going to be going to several different places, playing a lot of golf all over the state, and then uh, driving back up, hitting Myrtle Beach on the way home for two nights, and then uh, coming back on the two Saturdays from now. So you and the Lima going? Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. And, and where in Florida will you be uh, shacked up at? Uh, Ponte Vedra Beach. Ah. And then at my mom's. And then we'll go back up to Myrtle Beach. Damn. That's yeah. nice. Two weeks, yeah. Harry? Yeah, two weeks. Are you off the middle for two weeks? Uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't know uh, what's going on with that. But uh, I'm just doing my own thing. Okay. Yeah. And are we doing the podcast while you're on sure. the road? Yeah, we'll oh, figure okay. it out. Yeah, oh, that'll I'm be ta- great. I'm taking my stuff, you know, like I'm taking the laptop and the microphone and the the headphones and all that stuff. So, you know, we'll, we'll get it done. Oh, so you'll like be on like the green at 18. Yeah, the, right. In the background, right? right. Uh, if, I can, if I can rig up some kind of view like that, I definitely would. Oh, absolutely. I can't promise it, though. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. sounds like a great trip. That yeah. sounds fun. It's a little adventure. Yeah. yeah. And Joey B yeah. says, outstanding, Har. Oh, yeah. Enjoy and safe driving. Safe driving. I haven't done one of these long trips in quite a few years. Yeah. You know, I used to be good at the, you know, the 12, 15-hour drive kind of thing. But I, I haven't done it in a while, so we'll see what happens. So do you and the Lima spit, split the driving? Uh, or does she handle the whole well, thing? No, I mean, I'll, I'll get, yeah. No, I'll probably go straight through to Jacksonville myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I've gone straight through 17, 18 hours down to like, you know, Fort Lauderdale, Miami before. So I can do it. Um, we'll just do. And then, you know, on the, on the way back, it's like eight, nine, eight hours, nine hours to Myrtle from my mom's and then another eight, out, nine hours home. So it's kind of split in half. Yeah. I'm yeah. a nightmare on these kind of long drives because I got to piss every six seconds. Yeah, you'd be bad. You'd need a catheter. Yeah. I would have to rig up some sort of road catheter for you. Yes, because, yeah. I mean, when we did the show, you'd be like, Jesus Christ, are you going to the bathroom again? Like, I would mm-hmm. go every break. Yeah. And I, I have the bla- <laughs> my my bladder is like the size of a thimble. So Right, right, right. And, and I tend to drink quite a bit of, uh, you know, water. Water. Shit like water. That, so. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, well, it's going to be a good trip. When do you leave? Saturday. Saturday? Mm-hmm. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. All right. Um, we gotta we gotta figure out too on the next episode who what other guests we should get on. We're gonna ask the people. Oh, yeah, they would going, like going to the phones. We'll go, yeah. <laughs> and, and I was thinking about Harry because I just created a new email account 
to have people send us um, riled up messages, like okay. audio. You can record it and then send them, and we'll play them on uh, the Odd G's podcast because we did the riled up segment, which was always right. a favorite. Right. That's where the okay guy came from. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. he was such a pussy, he wouldn't call in. Right. He would just call the recorded line. Yeah. I kind of appreciated that, though, because I, I preferred him on that line. Yeah, because you could control it a little bit. <laughs> exactly. Better. Yeah. Exactly. But m- maybe we'll get a little, like, riled up line going on. Maybe we'll take a live call, too, Harry. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the phones. Yeah. Uh, AJB goes, not the strapper line. No, no, no. That's <laughs> That's been retired. Uh, let's go to Joey B. <laughs> I love when you go, here we go. Let's go back to the phone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like we ever left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll get that going for maybe next week's episode. As well. All right. All right. Let's tell people one more time about park sports book, where you can get all the action just because football's over. Doesn't mean there's not a lot to, to sports gamble on. Yeah. College no, pro hoops, hockey, co- College Hoops, there's a crazy game tonight, uh, a local game, Villanova and Providence tonight. Providence mm, is good. The Friars. Uh, they're a two-loss team, and yet they're at home, and they're a four-and-a-half-point underdog to Villanova. Wow. Yeah, so that's a, a crazy game in, in the Big East. You know, the line, if the line is telling you something, if you're Mikey Miss here, you'd be taking the Villanova Wildcats, and you'd be laying the four-and-a-half. Like somebody knows something here, and it's yeah. just going to be a beatdown. So, um, you know, you want to go lines telling you something. It's uh, the Cats minus four and a half at Providence. All right. So you can get that on the Park Sportsbook app. Uh, play that tonight and enjoy it. And uh, get, make sure you download the app. If you're using something else, try it. It's great. It's a local company. We trust them. Easy deposit method, methods, fast payouts, the whole thing. And you just open up an account, deposit your first bet risk free up to $500. No promo required. No code. No code yep. needed. Yep. Yeah. We could go with like the the odd G's code. Right. Hashtag odd G's if, we, yeah. if they required that, but they don't. Um, so follow Parks on all the social channels at Park Sportsbook on Twitter. Find them on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram as well. You'll get great content there, including this podcast. And make sure you leave us a rating and review as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. We need and- some more uh, reviews like that we can read on the show. Yeah, and subscribe as well on uh, iTunes, whatever you get your podcast on. And we appreciate everybody listening, watching, and being a part of it. So we'll wrap it up. Everybody, thanks for watching. And uh, we'll talk to you next week on another episode, episode 12 next week. Uh, Park Sportsbook presents the Ah Gs Podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Oh,